now entering a very sacred space. This is the Ascension, the Lift of God universe, the realest podcast in the galaxy. This is a new dimension where time shifts and boundaries end. And with that being said, all views, opinions, and statements uttered on this platform are the sole property of their speaker and do not represent the views of any related outside organization, entity, or party. Every man or woman in this universe speaks for his or herself, as it should be. Enjoy. This is the Ascension Podcast. Episode 91, Friday, May 12th, in the year of our Lord, 2023. Midnight and 24 minutes. Salam alaikum, soldier. Thanks a lot. We are here. Back in action. In action. Yeah. The day following the minister's birthday. Yeah. His 90th birthday. And we are one day after his 90th birthday on... 91. A few hours after he, being blessed by his, his words. By his bars, yeah. super bars. Yeah, he was talking to me. He was talking all, well, yes, he was talking to me. He was talking to me. He, no, but he was super talking to me. It was like, it was like this is a tailor-made <laughs> conversation that he was having. It was one-on-one. I felt it. I felt it. I, I'm pretty sure if you and I both felt it, then everybody felt it because he hit the heartstrings of the nation. No, that's facts. That's he hit facts. the heartstrings of the nation. Mm-hmm. And specifically about the... Doing too much thinking and talking and not working and working. And everything he's on right now is all about the time and what must be done. And the time is wartime. So what must be done is getting into action. Action. You can't be on a battlefield not moving Uh -uh. at all. Uh -uh. You got to be trained and you got to be understanding what your duties are. You got to be committing into those duties and and giving your life for them because this is war. It's... absolute war and the enemy the enemy's time and Allah shows me he shows me both sides he shows me where where Rome is he shows me where where we are and he shows like Rome is building Rome knows who we are Rome is just like I'm going to continue my dominion and kingdom over you and and we all connected to Rome absolutely as much as we talk all this Islam and Muslim stuff we are all connected to Rome we are in it and and to that degree It's it's the infrastructure yeah Rome is the infrastructure. Israel's the brain. That's what it is. It's the conveniences. It's, it's all of the things that they say that make your life easier. He was talking about the credit situation, and I was just like, yep, that's me. You know, that's, that's me. That's what I got to work on. That's talking me. about that, the niggardliness, and I was like, oh, yeah, okay, yeah, I got some of that, the way he described it. Yeah. Yeah. And he's just, you know, hitting in every, every... Do you remember how he specifically described niggardliness? Niggardliness? It was just, you know, showing uh, being... Over overpowered by debt and the oppression of man, okay. being, you know, laziness. He was just going into like, you know, in productivity essentially. Mm-hmm. And 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 he was he he said a little bit about like our our uh, predisposition to thinking and not acting. And then you, you you come back to somebody you know a while later after they've supposedly been thinking and they're still thinking. And how problematic that is, you know. We need to be. There needs to be something that shows that that thinking actually has merit. Like it was like I, it was like to me it was just like yeah. Proof of wisdom is in what you see. 
You know, because a, a wise man isn't just going to be wise into himself and not having any works. That, how wise is that? It's not wise. That's a homeless person. Essentially, you know. <laughs> bars, homeless people but, got bars. Bars, but they don't do no work. No, bro. No. Yeah. At all. Yeah. At all. And we were talking about, before we pressed the record button, about how the con- the nation, but also the conscious community in general, there's lots of bars. Yeah. Where's the fruit at? Yeah. And don't get me wrong, there is fruit out there. No, there is. You know, there's businesses out there. People are doing, there's people who have businesses and are actually doing the work. Yeah, but there's and, a lot more people out there talking. Exactly. And if the minister's job is to, to come here to help us all be the ye are all God's children of the most high God, if we're supposed to be elevating ourselves to the God level, a God creates. A God yes. builds universes. Yes. And, you know, the Minister Farrakhan has built a wonderful universe called the Nation of Islam. And yeah, we, should, we should all be growing and following in that example and using what we've learned to build universes of our own, not different from his universe because his is the foundation, but universes that expound upon what he's talking about in, in ways that, you know, we... We're put here for facts. You know what I mean? Like all of us here have a purpose. Like God yeah. didn't put us here for nothing. No sir. And and I understand, respectively, that you know the food holds us back, the the education system holds us back, the jobs and the bills hold us back. But they only hold us back to the degree that we're connected to white supremacy, the degree that we're connected to Rome. Yeah, yeah. As soon as we find our way to disconnect from Rome, we should be moving in that direction. It's like we're we're we're. We were talking about uh, how you know I'm I'm paying one credit card with another credit card, and you know continuously <laughs> paying down credit cards and then using them again, and it's like yeah, that's that's just me being more dependent on Rome. I, need I understand, it. and I'm, I got this major plan in my head to save up money, fix my credit, and then use my credit again to buy more things. <laughs> it's like that's that's the yeah. exercise in futility. It is, you know, and. You and my, myself included, it's um, a lot of times in that situation, how much faith are you putting in credit and how much faith are you putting in Allah and yeah. you? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Because if you put in that, the energy you exert in trying to play this credit game could be channeled into prayer, first and foremost, but then also activity that's in line with what Allah reveals to you in prayer yeah. and work. And, and generating sources of income of your own Absolutely. versus, like the minister said, wanting something for nothing. Which is credit and niggardliness. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I wanted to actually get. I wanted to actually get the definition of niggardliness. That's that's because uh, to me it's ch- cheap, right? Is that niggardly? I think that's miserly. Niggardly, ungenerous, stingy. Yeah. Oh. So you get niggardly with charity. You don't want to pay charity, but you want all these things. Interesting. Yeah, niggardly. Yeah. So that's the way he cheap. described it. Yes. Yeah, he said you want you want, but you don't want to do. Yeah, you don't want to do. do for. Yeah. That's that's essentially. Niggardly. And the thing is, is like you know, because end of the day. You know, for example, charity, number two poor, Savior's Day, whatever, all that stuff. That's 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 an example of the discomfort that 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 requires that it is required, not required, but the, it's not comfortable to be giving money when you have the mentality that you're broke, yeah. right? Yeah. But you have to open yourself to giving if you expect something in return. No, especially for sure. if that's a law. So yeah. it's like that's the number one. That's one of them. Um, demonstration of faith it's like that that catch between like when you're able to give without having that feeling of i'm losing 
That's real. You know, you you catch more in abundance. Absolutely. Everything that you get, give, you get back in tenfold. But you can't even be thinking about what you're getting back. Like you got no, 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 no. You, no. you got to just give from your heart Facts. without without the attachments. Without, without the, the attachment, the fear of like, oh, uh, I'm not sure if I can afford this. And then also, oh, I'm gonna I'm doing this to get something in return. Yeah, no, uh, I'm doing this for Allah. Bah. I'm doing this because I'm doing this. The expectation has to be out the window. Ab- absolutely gone. You know. Absolutely gone. I've, uh, I've, I think this month I kind of started like being more like robotic with my weekly charity, mm-hmm. and not like I'm not giving like a thousand bucks, but no, I'm, no, I'm just whatever do- you're doing. It's just is... like I'm just doing just like to get in the in the spirit of the routine of this is what we do. You pay bills, you pay a lot first. The, f- the funny thing you is, pay a lot first. When I was poor and I didn't have a job, I would take ten percent off the top of my checks. When I was just out What's there, that? I was hustling and grinding or doing security jobs no, here and there. It was like 10% off the top. I don't care. Off the top. And then I started making money continuously having a more legitimate job. And it's just like 10% is a lot every every check. Bro, yeah. That's a lot of money. No, <laughs> I, I no. need that for but this. It, I need that for that. But relatively, it's it's when you're broke, it's more. You know what I'm saying? That that little temp- exactly. No, so but all of a sudden you get more money and you don't want to give. Yeah, you start yeah. coming up with all these needs that you have. That you, yeah, that you didn't have before. You didn't have. Yeah, I started you're talking I, to him, bro. You're I talking had a, to me. I had a download the other day. It's like, man, I don't have any needs. Everything that I need, everything that I need, yeah, not want, not desire or love. Everything that I need is an abundance, and it's free. What do you need? What? Air. Facts. Oh, facts. Water. You know, like uh, sanity. Like these things that I need in order to function. Air. They're, they're in abundance. Abundance. It's like, facts, but the things, that I, the things that I want, the things that I desire, things that I, I have to like claw for are the things that I don't really need. And when I can li- lower my dependence on those things that I don't really need, mm. The more I'll have for charity, the more I'll have to 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 you know Ooh, move yeah, around with. Well, no, for real. You know, for real. I'm thinking about all those things I don't need that I'm just clawing for. Credit, <laughs> facts, bro. <laughs> so I could buy the so buy the dumb shit. Yeah, man. Uh, bro, before okay, so man, so before I, I right, before bro. I had right. credit cards, I didn't have debt. You know what I mean? Mm-mm. I just had I had the money that I have in my pocket. Yeah. And I had, you know, the money that I, I, I'm supposed to be getting or I want. Yeah. And then I added credit cards, and there's this whole other thing of this money that I owe. Yeah. Because once you have the credit cards, you start using the credit cards, and you maxing out on the credit cards because emergencies happen, and you're spending money that you don't even have. Yeah. And you you don't have that money. No. You did not earn that it money. It ain't your money. It's not your money. And you're not even using that money for things that are going to benefit you, like things that are going to be able to double your money or you be able to pay it back. You're using that money, that that non-money that doesn't belong to you on stuff that you'll never see it again. Facts. And that's got to stop. That's got to go. That's just the wife. Handle it. I'm just texting her right now. She's just making sure I'm here. Okay. Jessica's checking on your boy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's my <laughs> Good bad. Good for her. That's I, was bad. Supposed to, I was supposed to call her when I got here. Yeah, man. She's doing her job. Making sure the light skin didn't kidnap you. Yeah. You know how we get, bro. No, she knows. You can't de- trust us, man. You can't the, trust us. She knows the devil is real and the devil is a lie. She understands. Yeah, I understand. You know, he out here doing his job. I'm out here doing my job. Yes, yes, we all are doing our job. He's busy at work, as are we. Mm-hmm. Remember that dream I had where we were uh, in a Roman Coliseum? Yeah. Matadors and yeah. waiting for Satan. Yeah. yeah. He's made his move since then. 
But we still here. <laughs> we, we, <laughs> we still, still here. We still got air. We still got air. Yeah. Fact, we still got air, bro. You ain't killed us, man. And you're not you're not even close. No. No. And I look at and that was last September around. So it hasn't even been a year. And look at all that has happened since then. Yeah. A lot has happened. Yeah. A lot, a lot has happened. Man, bro, like I know it's real because my dreams <laughs> this one, it has been um one dream was just like I'm in this apartment and like it was after, maybe after I met with your mom. Okay. Something, something I I, I did good. Maybe it's just I, uh, there's a week I shot three podcast episodes. I don't know. I was just I was just like gunning. You feel feel that 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 high of progression. Progression, yeah. And then the dream was just like there was I was in this apartment and there was a, a laser beam sniper on me, just watching and following my every move. And I was like, oh, yeah, you can't kill me, but you're on me. You know mm. what I mean? So I was like, okay, they watching. Huh. But we still producing. Right. I, I, I was telling you about that dream I had with the Jewish lady. And it was all these <laughs> yeah. all these other things that were going on in the back of my head. Like Well, if let's she let's let's, let's, re, let's rehash the dream. Okay. So basically I'm I'm it's a daydream. <laughs> I'm I'm driving down the street, I'm listening to Minister Farcon, and I see a Jewish couple. The dude is a Hasidic Jew with the whole thing and his lady. Oh, Jiju. Yeah. And the lady's yeah. pushing the baby cart and she's like walking kind of behind him a little bit and they're doing their thing or whatever. Yeah. But I just had this daydream that she walked over to my car you know he's an anti-semite and so in in the back of my head i'm also having sidebar daydreams where i'm like laughing at the fact she picked the wrong one like, oh not that one do you, you know, know who like, i am you know who oh bro not, yeah, it's just not, like, not, not mr muhammad bro. and so i find I'm myself driving muhammad. down the street smiling big <laughs> with no real reason to be smiling because i'm having this whole daydream yeah. on the side and she's just like you know going in about minutes of and i'm like y'all hate jesus though like, y'all hate one of the most beautiful spirits that ever came to this earth and hey. wish that he would be burning in excrement. Yeah, according to your Talmud. Like, yeah. And like, you had him killed by the Roman authority. Yeah. That, back, that was actual fact. That's, that's like, what happened. I was like, what you're back really afraid of is that my people will recognize Farrakhan to be the Jesus that you tried to kill back then. Oh, exactly. And as soon as I had that, she, like, kind of paused with her mouth, jaw dropped all the way down and, boop, popped into bubbles. Like, Yeah, facts. Bro, and it's like you gotta really we have our we have the Jesus. Oh. We have the Roman authority. We have the Jews. That story is now. Yeah. Right now. Yeah. Right now. And Jesus told us, like, he's like, oh, I'm early. You know, I gotta come back to this party at a later time. These Facts. ain't even the people that I was supposed to be talking to. No, sir. It came two thousand years too early. Yeah. Yeah. It's still their time to rule. Yeah. Now it ain't. Now it ain't. So now me and I mean we're in the Roman <laughs> Roman call scene saying, come out and play. Come out and play, but we're gonna win. That, that was a dream, by the way. I don't. I'm not ready for the Roman Coliseum. <laughs> <laughs> Attention, devil. I'm not ready. I'm not far kind. I'm, I'm working oh, yeah, towards I'm not, it. I'm not far kind either. <laughs> I don't want to yeah. call. And for the record, my, my my forward to the Roman Coliseum, I lost my MMA fight, so I'm not ready. No, 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 not yeah. ready. We still got some training. We to got do. some training to do, bro. You know I mean? And that was, um, you know, that was. It was funny because you know people have often told me that, like, when they've gone to LA, they they like, man. LA's Rome, and you gotta think we have a Colosseum here, <laughs> right? It's the heart of Rome. It's the heart. This of whole Rome. thing is Rome. This is Rome. The whole thing. I was talking to another sister about how America is the perfect melting pot to test anything, because you got so many different nationalities and people from all over the world that live here. Facts. So it's just like they test all these new types of food on us. We're mm -hmm. the guinea pigs. Like, yeah, we're the. They test all these different lifestyles on us. Like. If it can work here, it can work anywhere. That's true, man. And so we get the worst of everything, and we're, we're, we're agreeing to it as long as we're subservient to government versus in control of government. 
because yeah. government is supposed to be working for the people. That's right. But here, we've already given up all of our power because we want somebody else to tell us how it is and tell us what it is and, and make sure that they're watching and protecting our food and they don't care. They're, no. they're in it for the bottom line. Facts. You know, and as long as we don't at recognize best, that. At worst, they're in it for killing you. But I, I always look at it practically, right? Mm -hmm. Killing me, how does that serve them? Uh, over time. Degrading your life expectancy but how to does control that, the population. To, to, not necessarily, like, I get ahead, it. I, I see. No, yeah, but to me, it's like, practically, I see it as like, there are ways to benefit off of my life that are better than ways to benefit off my death. Because once I'm gone, I'm just gone. I understand. But if they can get, continue to get me to work in their systems mm -hmm. and consume their goods. Facts. Like, imagine the idea that I'm like, I'm, I'm spending all of my time working. And then spending all of the money that I made from working on bills. And I'm repeating that process every day of my life. And and any money that I do save up, I'm using it to take a vacation that lasts for two weeks, maybe, you know, a week. And then I'm back to broke or in the hole to do it all over again. Yeah. And that's a person's life. That's the matrix. And their goal that's is to matrix. reach 60 or, you know, whatever. <laughs> For real. To, 60. To they're too old to actually have any type of, any, you know, development in their own life, yeah, any man. kind of generational wealth, Absolutely. anything to pass down. Absolutely. They, their goal is to reach that age so they can sit on a couch somewhere and slowly die. Facts. That's not reality. No, sir. That is... That is that's slavery. No, yeah, absolutely. That's trash. That like, is that is a fabricated reality of control. So yeah, it is the reality. The it is the default reality of the matrix. That's the the quote unquote life you live, just atrophy. Yeah, die. You you, you haven't raid and you die. You haven't produced away. anything in the world. You haven't made the world a better place. No sir. You know, and you watch no, you watched your loved ones pass. You you know they're watching you pass, and it's just a vicious cycle. That only benefits people at the top. They're putting us in their school systems. Yes. But they're not putting their children in these school Hell systems. No. They're teaching their children to run industry. They're teaching their children to build industry. They're teaching Facts. their children to to run cities and countries and all of that. Like, run, or run the show. Run yeah. the charade. Yeah, run the here. This is what you say. This is what you do. This is propaganda. Yeah. This is how you control the mice. I was somebody was talking about how back in the Roman Empire, they did they had a they didn't want the young men to grow up with this Roman Empire mentality without it being controlled. So like they, the young men would be like learning all these things and they would be wise and they would have these ideas in their mind about the way things should be. Mm -hmm. But in order to stop that, because they already had a way that they, they wanted things to be is they would rape the boys and they would, they would, the idea was every man had a, 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 a um, like every man was a mentor to a child. Oh. And then he had his his child meant that he mentored and he had his wife. And those were his like that was his the nucleus of his family. And he would mentor this child to grow up to propagate Rome. Yeah. And that child instead of growing up with his own version of the way the world should be, he would grow up and completely copy the Roman way. So that's how the Roman Empire was, you know, 
successful and, and continued on. That's not righteousness. That's not justice. No, 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 no. You know, that's that's devilishment. Devil. You know? Devil. It's a sick world that they created and we have to stop it because that's what they're that's essentially what they're doing to us now. They've streamlined that. So yeah. it doesn't have to be based on that mentorship, but they've created schools that don't teach us anything except how to sit in a place for eight hours at a time. Continue. And follow instructions. Like that's right. They've figured out a, a system that is flawless essentially because we think it's we think it's a choice at this point. Yeah, we do. We don't realize that we've been conditioned, and the only way to break the conditioning is to start thinking. Yes, you know we have to not just think though. That's no, yeah, what yeah, no. Say. It, I was gonna say yeah. Not that's, just think, that's step though. one. That's no, step not one. Just think. But it doesn't mean stop thinking. No, 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 no. There's a balance there. No, no. He, the minister is saying he's saying thinkers are good when they apply it. That's right. It's just not good if all you're doing is thinking. That's right. You know, and that that you know that download came from tonight when just listening to some ministry it was just like that's heavy. You know, we we yeah, man. we have a lot of thoughts. We got to start making one of them a reality. That's right. You know, we call ourselves gods, but what do gods do? Gods create realities and universes, universes. You know, that's right. That's what gods that's do. That's what gods do. So if we're gonna call ourselves gods, we need to be creating like that. mass matter, bringing things from the ether and ethos of your thought into, into physical re physical reality. Yeah, that yeah. is the requirement. That is the duty. That is the job. That's the job. So eventually, your your thinking and your talking becomes intellectual mental masturbation. Yeah, right. Because it feels good. Exactly. It, it's all it does. It doesn't produce anything. No. Huh? It just feels good. Yeah. And then nothing happens. You no. go to sleep and then you're in the same predicament, the same condition that you're supposed to be riding and ascending out of. Yeah. And, you know, I, I, I have all these, these, these beautiful, wonderful plans, but I'm, I'm recognizing that if I'm not actually taking physical steps. That's right, bro. That's what I'm doing. Yeah. It's just the, the mental masturbation. It's yeah. No. Playing games with myself. It is. It is, yeah. and it's like you. It's dangerous because it, it feels. It does feel good. Yeah. It does feel very good to actually escape from the reality of Rome yeah. and the Matrix to, oh, this plan and this paradise and this over here. But and, like, and people pat you on the back. People love to hear it. Like it feels good to hear. It's definitely. And people, people, you know, you any little thing, because you're not used to doing things. It gives you that feeling of excitement. You like get, a, you're high, tapping man. into that that God energy for it's sure. High. It's a high. But you have to be able to like counterbalance that with the all praises due to Allah. All praises due to Allah. You know, like whatever whatever successes I have in my life are due to Allah. Facts. You know, whatever whatever downfalls I have, that's me. That's, that's where me. you see me. That's me. And that's me figuring it out so that I can correct and do it better the next time. Yeah. yeah, that's okay that it's all you. Yeah. But Allah's right. going to show you and you have the choice to fix it. Yeah. You know, and that's why we, this, these uh, bars of the minister tonight hit so hard because it's Man. like, hey, bro, look at this, look at this, look at this. Study me. Not because I'm better than you because clearly what I've done is worked. Yeah. Speaking of Allah, I'm going to get my Quran because it's not here. Okay. It usually is. Give me a sec. No, you're good. This tea is fire, by the way. Yeah, man. Got me thinking about replanting a mint, a mint tree. You should. Yeah, that's right. Because I'm giving you something that I grew. Yeah, I produced, I made that. I didn't think about it. I did it. No. And I grew it. And I think mint is probably one of my favorite teas. Anyway. It's, it's so simple and so delicious. Yeah. Yeah. So, but yeah, no, there's uh, I, I take great joy in growing stuff and... Using it. Yeah, using it. Hmm. It's nice. And my children, I, I tell my children... 
go out of the plants, go out of the vegetables, go out of the mint, go out of the herbs. Imani, go get the herbs. We can make eggs and herbs and tomatoes. Yeah. So that's just, they know that they're cooking and producing things that they made. Just getting that in their brain. I was so. talking to my wife about, I want to, I want to get into making soaps. So. Ooh, that sounds fun. Yeah, I, I never so. made soap. Yeah. So hey, kombucha, never soap. Okay. Yeah. It's kombucha. That's that drink. That's like a, Oh, you never had kombucha, bro? Uh, it was like fermented. Yeah, fermented, uh, fermented I, tea. I did an event. And they had like a kombucha bar. You seem was, like you like kombucha. It's tea. You drink a whole bunch of teas. But I, I didn't like the fermentedness. Oh, okay. You don't like it? And they had like 20 flavors and I tested them all. I was just oh, like, so you don't like kombucha? <laughs> okay, no, then you're not going to like kombucha. So I was like, this is People love favorite. it or people are just like, what is, why are you drinking vinegar? Yeah, essentially. This was, that was the vibe. Like, why are you drinking to me, it's like, vinegar? My taste buds are sensitive, more sensitive, I think, than most people. So for me, I'm tasting more than just vinegar. It's like all kind of notes in there. And it's like, yeah, I these don't go together. Yeah, and I could definitely... I love it so much, but I could definitely because it's it's a very specific thing. Yeah. And if that's not your, it's like dark. Do you like dark chocolate? I hate dark chocolate. I could be convinced to eat dark chocolate. There's I can't. No, dark chocolate literally tastes like poison and death to me. <laughs> but I can understand how people like it because it's a very specific sort of like. like I don't, crack. And, I, and I don't like all dark chocolate. I like I like oh, Euro- man, European no. dark chocolate. Oh God! It's why would you? Yeah. It's probably how you feel about kombucha. It's like that doesn't make that doesn't make sense. Why would people put that in their body? It doesn't make sense. That's how I feel. Milk chocolate is good, but dark chocolate, like no, that doesn't. No, that tastes like medicine. I don't like American chocolate. I understand. I don't like either of them. Okay. I hate the. I hate all chocolate. Hate all chocolate. Okay. <laughs> no, I hate all dark chocolate. I don't, I, milk chocolate. I, Snickers. So I know we don't eat peanut butter, but have you liked Reese's ever? Oh, I love Reese's. Reese's is dark chocolate. Hold up, time out, time out. You say we, we as in the nation don't eat peanut butter? Yeah. Um, because it's nuts, right? Yeah. Well, yeah. And yeah. the the peanut butter sticks in your esophagus. Oh, your, yeah. And it doesn't go down. It doesn't digest well. Oh man. Huh. No. Yeah. Obviously. It's like a, it's almost closer to a glue. Oh. <laughs> man, I've yeah no, I've actually been putting almond butter in my smoothies. Yeah, almond is the same, right? I know it's, it's, the, it's the same nut. sort of. It's not. It's a nut. Yeah. Well, it's a nut. It's a nut. But also a glue. It's glue. Yeah. Oh man, I, for, I, for, I conveniently forgot about that. Oh, yeah, yeah, I conveniently yeah, yeah. forgot those. about that. A lot of those. Oh, yeah. I gotta chill with the nuts, man. Uh-huh. Ooh, even today. Yeah, no, today. See, credit and nuts, bro. I'm getting. I'm getting. I'm getting the messages I needed to hear. Getting them. Adult spankings. Yeah. I need them, though. That's how, you, that's how you stay on point. But yeah. Ooh. Okay. Duly noted, Allah. Duly noted. Yeah. But yeah, you know, Reese's are I dark do like chocolate. Reese's. I do like it's dark chocolate. No, no, with no, no. Peanut no. Butter. That's not milk chocolate, bro. Look at it. Reese's, no, that's like, that's not real chocolate, bro. That's like sugar and milk chocolate. That's milk chocolate, bro. It's not milk. I'll give you the sugar and chocolate. chocolate, bro. It's probably a lot of more sugar. It's sugar. First of all, it's sugar. It's not dark. Because the the way I found out that it was dark chocolate, though, is because I worked at a candy store (laughs) and we used to get the giant ones. (laughs) What candy store? It's called It's Sugar. Thirsty Promenade. (laughs) When? Uh, This is before Amtrak, so yeah. Oh, you're at the candy store? Yeah. I could you I could see that, bro. Yeah, I had a good time. You like sugar, bro. I do. You like sugar. I do. You like sugar. I had a good time there. Yeah. <laughs> I understand. <laughs> we, was, we was dancing the whole day. Right? <laughs> Singing the songs and shit like that. <laughs> you worked at a candy store. Oh man. Yeah. That yeah. <laughs> no, was a good time. Yeah. And, and, uh, it was, before I worked at the one in on Thursday Street Promenade, I worked at the one in uh, Universal Studios. 
Wow. For the city walk. Yeah. So you had a career in sugar, sugar, sugar yeah. traffic. I was there for some years. <laughs> and then, but then, well, sorry, okay. So back to my point. Yeah, yeah. yeah. When you get the giant Reese's, you taste the chocolate because it's like a lot thicker. It's a bigger piece of chocolate. So you can taste the chocolate. And it's not as sweet on the bigger bar than it is on the, the smaller little piece because you're getting a lot of that peanut butter. And their peanut butter is really sweet. So their peanut butter makes it taste like it's milk chocolate, but it's darker chocolate than you think. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, that, okay. I can see that. Maybe. Yeah. Okay. Maybe it is. Okay. Maybe it is dark chocolate. It's, it's, it's mostly just, peanut butter. But you're just getting this thin layer of it, so it doesn't bother you, and it's mostly peanut butter. Yeah. It's a trick. You're right. No. Like, man, no. You really got me thinking about nuts today, man. I was like, man, I, I had bean soup, but I did I did finesse me some nuts. Yeah. A lot of nuts too. And then you know the, the theory growing up that we were told was like nuts approximately take like seven years off your life. Ooh, that part. Yeah. I just conveniently forgot about that. Yeah. Because yeah. you got th- like, objectively, you got to view that. That's a, you're degrading your digestive system. Oh, your yeah. gut is everything. You're putting bubble gum in your engine. Oh, bubble gum and, oh, God. And it's just going in there, like, making the gears go a little bit slower. Oh, okay. Huh. Man. But you got fasting. I did get fasting. Fasting is the way to clear up all of the things that you've done to yourself. So I've been fasting. Had a good, but yeah, and he's got to get those nuts out the way. I just uh-huh. won't put almond butter in my smoothies and avocado and fruit. Mm-hmm. There we go. Like, like a smoothie. Oh, man. Recalibration. It's nice. Yeah, yeah man. Like a whole bag full of nuts, bro. I went in. I went in. I'll be very clear. I was, even when you were here, when you were sitting here and I went over there, I was eating nuts. <laughs> <laughs> I was eating trail mix from Trader Joe's. Trail mix is fire. It is so good. So good. I I prefer granola because I know know that that is, you rarely get nuts. It's just like uh, granola oatmeal. It's just oatmeal flakes with some raisins sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. I guess it's better than nuts. Uh, I think I justified the the fats and the nuts for my brain. I don't know, bro, but I was on some, I was on justification. I I mean, don't get me wrong. So, like, the way I'm starting to understand things, there's always going to be positives to things that are natural. That's true. But if the bad outweighs the good. Yeah. And that's what the messenger was warning us from is the things that the bad outweighs the good. You know, like um, I was I was making these. Uh, I was I, This is my second year doing this 10-day juice fast or whatever. I did it last year as well. The after fir- Ramadan? Yeah, right after Ramadan. Nice. So it turns into a 40-day fast for me. Nice. An annual 40-day fast. Yeah. But – um. So last year I was doing it with the vegetables and then somebody was just like, well, you know, we don't eat raw vegetables. And I was like, why are you trying to kill my, my juice fast? Yeah, like, yeah, I'm doing yeah. a good thing. Yeah. But so this year I got wise and now I juice my veggies first, put them in a pot, let them simmer for a little bit. Yeah. And let them cool down and then I add them to my, my fruits. Yeah. You know, so I'm still doing my juicing. I'm still getting the vegetables that I need, the nutrients from the vegetables, not just a whole bunch of sugars from the fruits. And I'm mixing it together. I need to read How to Eat to Live Again. It's been a minute. Well, that's the answer. No, I need to just read again. Yeah. Um, how to Eat to Live and How You Eat Nothing But Bean Soup. I, I, and that's perfectly fine. Because <laughs> the, the happiest period of my life is when I was eating bean soup every day. Oh, yeah. Are you tired of being in a pandemic with no access to a black grocer? Are you prepared to live in a world where you need vaccine proof to buy food? This is where we come to the rescue. Hi. I'm Adam X, owner and operator of OGMFG.com, Southern California's premier black bulk food distributor and mobile nursery, now shipping nationally. We are your source for the bulk navy beans, lentils, and rice we should all have safely stored in our homes in this hour. We are also, hands down, 
the home of the best bean pie the West Coast has to offer. Family owned and operated out of Los Angeles since 2018, we are your answer to where is my black grocery store. With a strong connection with Southern California black farmers, we are prepared to serve you nationally. That's OGMFG.com, which stands for Original Manufacturing. Why? Because we're building the future. OGMFG.com, your source for black bulk foods. Very simple. Yeah. You get more complex, the more confusion and chaos you bring into your life. Not as facts. It's a big facts. Our, our, our program is one meal a day, probably bean soup. And, and, <laughs> and to the degree that you can understand that program is to the degree that you can find heaven. Facts. You can find happiness. You can find peace. Facts, man. So the 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 more divorced you are from that regimen, this is the the more likelihood that you are going to be divorced in the the feeling of heaven in your mind. Yeah. You know. You're you're adding hell to yourself one spoonful at a time. And we do that. We love to do do. that. Yes, we do. We we like to find fault in all the things that we know are right and exact. Yep. It makes life. It 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 makes the chaos make more sense because it's kind of controlled chaos. Yeah, you know, like I'm doing this, and it's you know, okay, it's justified because it's you know it's cool. It's just this little thing that I'm doing. Yeah, but I'm doing everything else right. Yeah, you know, but and you know, that one little thing you're doing turns into two, three, four, five, and all of a sudden, what happened to one military? You're oh, you're not now. You're in not, now. You're in Rome. Yeah. Essentially. Yeah. There wants your peace of mind. And there's eventually the, the straw that breaks the camel's back. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, and then on top of that, out of the, so that we're talking about routine, but then, then you have stresses of life that come in. And then if you don't have the, the stability and simplicity that our lifestyle affords, that when those stresses do come, you have nothing to fall back on. And then you're just, oh man, now you're just all the way in hell. Yeah. You got it. I mean, there's a way, to, oh, you can climb out. You can climb out of any situation. Yeah. But it's just, you got to deal with being in hell. Yeah. It's just chaotic mind. Chaos and up here. Not peace, chaos. Stress and worry. The minister was talking about that today, right? If you're, if you're stressed, he was talking about stress and anxiety because mm-hmm. that was cutting out a lot. But whatever he said, stress and anxiety, it got me uncomfortable because, like, oh, you're talking to me right now. What am I doing that's contributing to that reality? Yeah, that was what led him into the, the conversation about the niggardliness. He was saying, what did he say? Yeah, what's, was, the, what's the conclusion on that? It was basically like, like, if you're not following him and you're following that that line that leads to stress and anxiety, that's like, you know, that's your niggardliness. That's that's your lack of faith. Like to the degree that you're having to endure that stress is to the degree that you're not understanding what it is he's here to do and what it is, what it is you're supposed to be doing as a result. Yeah, yeah. You know, you're, mm-hmm. it's, it's your belief essentially which is causing that or your lack of, I should say. Yeah. You know? Yeah. We, we, we... We want to believe and submit our will 100%, but for the most part, we're we're mostly around like, you know, 60, 40s. <laughs> At best. No, yeah. for real, bro. And the degree by which I, I feel that I'm submitting my will is the degree of my happiness. Yeah. That's really what it, it's that simple. Yeah. And the ease by which the degree of my happiness is also directly proportional to the ease by which it's how easy it is for me to follow him. Yeah. Because when I'm when I'm having like second guessing, any like second guessing in regard to the minister or whether I should be with, like it's just, I know I'm not happy because when I'm happy, I'm like, yeah, obviously I'm gonna be, I'm with, I'm with, like, bro, what he does. I I got to the point where like when people start that simple, when people start coming at me with 
the reasons why they don't like going to the mosque or the yeah. reasons why, you know, they have an issue with this person or that person in the mosque and their ability to do, you know, do the work. It's like, this is a voluntary army. Facts. And if you're not actively putting in your money and changing the problems that you see, mm-hmm. then you're just talking and there's no purpose here. That's right. Like we, it, whatever problems that we see are the problems we're designated to do. Absolutely. To, to fix. Absolutely. And, and any leadership that's in the mosque, they're doing what they can. That's right. They're doing the best that they can. And we, in their lane. Yeah, we need to respect that they're doing God's work. That's right. And they're doing as much, whatever load that they can handle. We don't even see all the things that they're doing. No, sir. And we're just making assumptions that they're somehow falling short. That's right. No, they need our help. That's right. You know, And to the degree that we're helping and to the degree that we're doing, that's the degree that we can complain about what needs to be done so that we can get it done. That's right. Otherwise, there's no point in complaining. Not at all. Yeah? Not at all. Unless it's to tell yourself what to do. Those yeah. are your problems to fix. Go get to work. Yeah. Get to work. I think about the patience that it takes to be a minister in the mosque, oh, in any mosque in the Nation any. of Islam. It's like you got to not only be patient with yourself, you got to be patient with the people. Because all the things that you want to get done can't get done by yourself. No, sir. They have to get done with the unity of the people, and the people are better at complaining than unifying and getting to work. And those that's your your sheep, that's your flock. Absolutely. You know, they're better at bah, bah, <laughs> bah, <laughs> than getting bah, the work done. That's why you need real. sheep dogs to nip them at the heel. <laughs> like the lieutenants. No, yeah. Not for real. That's the work. That is the work. You know? And, Man. and so we can either be part of the the complaining sheep, or we could be, you know, the sheep dog, or we could be the work the sheep that are actually getting the work done. Yeah. You know? That's right. The complaining sheep, though, those are annoying to everybody. Yeah, to everybody. Including themselves. That's right. You know, a lot of their, their, a lot of their issues are because of their mental blocks. Yeah. And their inability to see that, you know, they are the, the solution to the problems that they have. That's right. You know? And the solution to the problems that they are perceiving at present time. Yeah. That's you. What are you going to do about it? Yeah. What are you going to do about it? Yeah. So my thing yeah. is, I, I like... I I I have a it was that book uh confession uh what is it was it conversation Conversations with, with God it just gave me a newfound respect on anybody who desires to be or is a laborer mm-hmm. in the mosque you know versus people who are just uh you know volunteering time for to this weekend you're just coming in to do it if you're actually a laborer and you're on that staff that's a different level of respect that I have to have for you because you're not just doing what it is to survive in this world. You're also doing what it is to bring in the hereafter. Amen. Actively like. Yes, sir. That's, you know, salutes, hands down. Salute. Speaking of, we didn't open up in prayer on the mic, so I'm going to do that right now. Okay, I'm yes, like, sir. I always forget that we didn't open up on prayer on the mic because yeah. we say prayer immediately. We say a prayer before we start and yeah. then we say a prayer, so on I'm going to open up. Let's do that. 30 minutes in. Uh, that, was a good, that was a good head start, but here we go. Bismillahirrahmanirrahim. In the name of Allah, the Beneficent, the Most Merciful. All praise is due to Allah, the Lord of the worlds, the Beneficent, the Most Merciful, and Master of the Day of Judgment. Thee alone do we serve. Thee alone do we beseech for divine aid. Guide us on the right path, the path upon whom thou hast bestowed favors, not upon whom thy wrath has been brought down, nor upon those who go astray. Amin. Amin. There we go. Completion. <sighs> Number nine. It was different now that we prayed. It it does change the energy in the room. It did. That's that's Allah. When I came over here this, this night, and I was driving over here on the free. I was thinking, 
what are we going to talk about tonight? I was like, I want to talk about the difference between perspective and perception. Huh. And then we didn't even start talking about that. We just started We started rambling on. (laughs) Yeah. Rambling on. Yeah. But now you brought that up. And then when, yeah, just completion. Yeah. No, I, I just really like the fact that you know the minister's ninety nine is the last. It's the last digits. Last. It's the last. It's the completion. Yeah. And then we're at ninety, the moment after completion. No, the one moment, the one digit. You read theology of time, right? I have not. Oh, bro. That's one of the deepest books that I have not got. Oh, whoa, 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 whoa. Is there an audio book for theology? Oh, no. There we go. Maybe that's my job. Maybe I'll maybe I'll make that audio book specifically for you. I would love to read a theology of time. Uh, out loud on this mic. That would be awesome. You know what? Maybe I will. That would be a beautiful thing. Maybe I will. That'd be good. That way I'd be something I could read a chapter a night. Just come here. Theology of time time. Bro. Bro. That would be awesome. I think... Uh, you should get all the messengers books down I, on audio. I should. Now that I'm well, we, we've it. had this conversation before. We did. We did. We did. But now it's like, now it's really biting. Now it's like, Allah's like, all right, bro, get, get with it. Work. Yeah, Stop talking. Work. That's the work right there. That's the work. And then we need to create an app for you. Bro. Because Audible don't ain't going to put the theology of time on it. No. We need an Audible. Oh, man. Okay. It's coming. This is the work. Uh, okay. This is there, the work. Bro, you know there's so many books that are too deep for Audible, Audible won't have. This could be the resource for like black people who want to get their books into Audible. Oh, that's man. a whole nother business. Yeah. Oh man. Okay. No. Theology of time. That's my okay. Yeah. You know what? I might start tomorrow night. I ain't mad at it. That sounds awesome. Yeah. I, bro, I literally have everything I need yeah. right here. Right here. There we go. We've been doing shooting our own theology of time for the past year, so now I could actually no, let's actually go to source. Let's go to source. You know, I like to talk, but there's people that have talked better than me because they were taught by God himself. Yeah. So why don't I just read that guy? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah. It's that simple. It's that simple. It's like, the man was taught by God. Let me say that. I'm going to repeat that again. How does, the- how does Elijah Muhammad know what he knew? How did Elijah Muhammad give out the most truth of any man living? He was taught by man who came in the person of Matthew Farah Muhammad. Facts. That's the truth. Facts. Now, you may feel a different way about it, which is understandable, because it's not easy to accept the truth that God came in the form of a man and of a person in physical reality to teach a former slave the most profound truths of the universe. That You shouldn't just accept that at face value. No, you got to do your diligence. You should read it. Yeah. You should actually be like, this man was God? How? Yeah. Well, let's actually go objectively. If someone were to tell you that this man was taught by God... You would have to look at that man that was taught by God, Elijah Muhammad. What did he produce? Nation of Islam. <laughs> a whole lot. A whole universe. A whole universe. Mm. Objectively. With, Third grade education. Yeah. Slave. And now he got he got stars and planets out there. Facts. You know what I mean? So let's look at the evidence. That That's what you would do. If we didn't know anything about it, it'd be like, oh, someone told you this man was taught by God. Mm-hmm. You'd have to be like, well, what are the what are the works? The works are okay. Minister Farrakhan, exactly. Malcolm X, uh, War of Dean Muhammad. You look at the works. You look at the bodies. Malcolm X isn't even here. He's still got a whole group of people who still say they follow Malcolm X. Exactly. War of Dean Muhammad got a whole, got a whole group, of group of people. And these are derivatives of source. These, of are, the source. these are galaxies within the universe of Elijah Muhammad. Exactly. So you have to ask yourself, 
what did he do? He produced these men. Mm-hmm. These men produce universes and galaxies of other men and universes and galaxies. Yeah. That, in addition to the actual infrastructure of a functioning nation that had million-dollar businesses, industries, distribution. One, one, one could argue his input a, into a the rap game is, yeah, is well, you know, facts. monstrous. The, well, I'll be very clear. The supreme wisdom that was revealed to the honorable Elijah Muhammad, mm-hmm. that which sprouted the fiber, the sprout of the nation of Islam, of that came the fibers. That nation was really the hood version of the nation of Islam and, and the, the project. The Black Panthers. And that all of that came from, to be very clear, the supreme wisdom, the yeah. supreme wisdom that was revealed to Elijah Muhammad. Yeah. Now, I'm going to go back to the question. How do you know this man was God? So that's what you do. You look at, you look at the works. You could look, that, this is not. And you, I haven't even asked people to, to study. I'm saying, first of all, first and foremost, if someone tells you that either I, God went with me and taught me this stuff, or this man did, you'd have to be like, what do they do? Yeah. So we just got the what do they do part. Then you'd have to be like, okay, what material is there left from these teachings that got this person to do all this stuff? And then I'm saying for the record, supreme wisdom. Yeah. The supreme wisdom. There is that. That is actual what was revealed to Elijah Muhammad, a very small part. Then there's actually the works of Elijah Muhammad. I want to go, and I'm, this is me being like, being very scientific with this whole God came in the person of Master Farad Thom, viewing it objectively. That yeah. bold, 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 bold claim, and actually being like, this is how you prove this to be true. Yeah. So I'm telling everyone out here, no, this, this is the, the cornerstone of the teaching of the nation of Islam is this axiom, this truth. That God came in person. This is how this stuff is true. So that being said, you would look at the actual wisdom and teaching. I'm saying the supreme wisdom. Then you could look at, I'm going to read the books out. I'm going to read out the books right now. What I did was message the black man. Mm-hmm. How do you to live? Mm-hmm. No, no, no. Message the black man, fall of America. Fall of America is a key one. Yeah, Especially message right the black. Now. Yeah, right now, message of America. Message of the black man. Fall of America. How to eat to live. Books one and two. Our Savior has arrived, and theology of time. Yeah. Boom. That was my gateway. I had already read the Quran, but the Quran I can't say is can be a trip. The Holy Quran was revealed to the Prophet Muhammad. Praise and blessed be upon his name. Yeah, about fifteen hundred years ago. Fifteen hundred years ago. So that wasn't I, the same. That's not the same knowledge, book of work that was revealed to Elijah Muhammad, the it, Muhammad of this era. Exactly. So, but I did read that, and that set me up. It was like the layup for the slam dunk of Elijah Muhammad. Does where that he, make sense? Where he made the things more clear. Very clear. Yeah. Tied together literally all, all scripture. Yeah. It is the gateway and the master key to understanding all scripture. Bible and Quran. Say that one more time. Bible and Quran. Bible and Quran literally ties them all together. It's, yeah. it's one book. It's yeah, one it's, cohesive narrative yeah. and story that makes perfect divine sense if understood within the proper context. How do you understand it? You study the teachings of Elijah Muhammad. Yeah. That's how you do it. And after you do this route of homework, you realize, oh, this guy. This man was God. The man that This light-skinned him, brother was God. The man that sent him was God. Facts. The man who sent him and found him was God. Now, I mean, you say the white man's the devil. Mm. We say that. This is the thing. Mm. We are also the devil. Why did this man we call God come in the form of a man who could be perceived as white? A lot of reasons. You want to answer? I can answer, but I want you to answer. 
I'm, I'm putting you the line of a uh, fire. Fire. No, for real. You got to be. Uh, my, my, my opinion. Because I haven't actually like been this direct with the the teachings on this podcast. Yeah. Like, this is what this is what it is. Yeah. So my my opinion answer. is he came. In. Uh, do you, I don't want to not opinion. What's the actual? This actual like. Well, okay. So the actual is he came in sinful flesh to condemn okay. sin in the flesh. Facts. So my opinion. And to judge both worlds fairly. Yeah. The white and the black. And so when you hear that as a black man with vitriol and anger towards people who have put themselves up to be your enemy, you automatically assume that like they're saying he's come here to destroy the white man. But mm-hmm. my opinion of it is he's come here to give the white man justice. Facts. Those who de- Facts. those who deserve destruction will be ultimately destroyed. Absolutely. They will be fighting against God in this last war. Facts. So yeah, destruction will come to some. But those who submit those who understand the way and understand how to live in peace, they will have an opportunity to prove that. Mm-hmm. You know, that is not it's not clear cut that because you're a black man, you're automatically going to be on the side of the good. No, by uh, no stretch. A, a lot of black people are going to say they love their conveniences. It's like I don't want to live. Whole, in, I don't want to live in the world without this. I don't want to live in a world without this. I don't want to live without MTV. I remember somebody was telling me about a land of milk and honey. He's like, realistically, if that was heaven, would you enjoy it? Like, how long would you be able to eat milk and cookies and milk and honey? And how long would that be enjoyable? Like, that's not what a heaven should be. Like, a heaven looks like peace. Yeah. You know, a heaven looks like the things that you do want to eat and having them in an abundance. That's what a heaven looks like. Facts. So whoever's perception of milk and honey being, you know, the most the the most amazing thing they ever tasted, that was their version of heaven. They weren't trying to tell you that everybody would have that, mm-hmm. you know. So like, you know, we. <laughs> I, would, it. I, I, it's not a coincidence that we opened up in prayer and now we're talking about this. You feel me? <laughs> That's a lot. Oh yeah, you like I said, you raised the frequency in the room. Like, uh, for it, real, it, it changed things. It for changed me. things for you and I both. Yeah. Yeah. Man, yeah. So, but continue. I'm sorry. Yeah, milk and honey. Yeah, no, not you were about to tell me your your uh, ver- perception or what you got from it, from the teachings, from the the what it means to be um to that why Master Rabbi came in sinful flesh. Oh yeah, yeah, no, just yeah to 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 judge both worlds. Yeah, black and white. Yeah, well, I mean, no, ju- to judge. So so. And I just had this conversation tonight. Um, For the black, record, black and white is an illusion. Cauca- ca- yeah, facts. Caucasian mother, jet black father, I believe. But 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 if you go, we're using eyes to try to judge character. Uh, we're using eyes as in eyeballs or eyes and like our mm-hmm. sight, our ability oh, to see. Yes, sir. To judge character That's and right. what's inside somebody's heart. By that narrative, there are so many black people who don't necessarily look black. That don't fit the category of worthy, which is stupid. Yeah, you know what I mean. You mm-hmm. can't, you can't, you can't make that kind of judgment based off your sight. You have to make that judgment based off those people's those works. That's right. Because if we judge that, we judging Master Farah Muhammad harshly. That wasn't the intention to be able to for us to come here and change into devil. The intention was to make us into people who can properly judge based on character. We're supposed to be able to give mm. the world freedom, justice, and equality, not just us. Facts. You know, we're not here to be more 
religious gangbangers. That's ridiculousness. No, sir. No, sir. You know, that no, exists in the world in prevalence because there's some mentality that resources are finite, that things that we need are not in abundance. Everything that we need comes in abundance. That's right. We, if once you come to that recognition, once that once that realization sets in, it's like, okay, so we don't need to fight over resources. No. We what we really need to do is figure out ways to make to to evolve who we are, which is the human family, into the the best version of ourselves, and that's that right. that comes from having, you know, like eliminating us from from all these 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 conveniences. First of all, like all these things that we think that we need need to be eliminated. That that's all the the, the credits and the jobs and the, you know, not not saying work. <laughs> yeah, no. But the system that we're currently working in, Correct. where we're we're paying bills, you're paying to live. Which is to me flawed, like paying rent, paying utilities for natural resources that are abundant on the planet. Like those things don't make sense. Doesn't make sense. You know, those <laughs> things are only there to make sure that we continuously spend this illusionary money that they give us to work for. Mm-hmm. You know, and as long as we're spending it, we can't build anything for ourselves. We we're, we're using all of our time and investing it in. In the resources and then using all the resources and investing it back into their system, like it's a catch twenty two. Like that's right, you know. Yeah, uh, I, just, I can go on a tangent about that. I understand. Forever. I'm gonna get back to God. Yeah, but namely because like you have to think, view it from the perspective of a skeptic, like someone who doesn't believe that Avaj Muhammad and was taught by God himself, right? So what, what would you after you have surveyed all the available evidence that a, a literal a slave with the third grade education, built a nation in America during mean white people time. Let's be very clear. 1930s. They weren't nice to us. No. But no stretch. No. But no stretch. They don't, they're nice to us now. He should have been killed at that time. Murdered. Yeah. Murdered outright. But he wasn't. He was not. Yeah. He was not. And in spite of having to be on the run and on the land for years, he still built this nation of Islam in the middle of the American Roman Empire. Satan. Evolved Satan built to rule this world. Right? So that being said, if you review that, and you actually review what was revealed to Elijah Mount, and you actually read what he wrote, and ask yourself, how did a man with a third grade education write these works? Yeah. Especially the theology of time. Especially theology of time. Yeah. How did a man with a third grade education, ex-slave, write about atoms and how many atoms there are in the universe and <laughs> come on come on you have to really where did that information come from yeah a real okay you was to say really smart dude okay but then you have to really be like how smart was this dude yeah. why was this dude so smart how did this dude just disappear three and a half years gone sounds like god to me yeah. <laughs> objectively yeah if you were God, like this is this sounds like some God stuff. Or or the most intelligent man in history, like you know. So yeah. Or God. <laughs> or both. No, yeah. That's what it is. That's what it is. Wisdom and power. Yeah. What is God? If you're creating well, if you're creating universes. God is man. Yeah. Is he clear? Yeah. So I think that's probably a big hurdle for most is like the 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 resistance to that notion. People really think that God is just some, you know, energy. 
The part that I the part that I, I came to the Ooh. recognition of is real, for real. before God created anything. Yeah. Yeah, you can call him God, but how is he God if he's not God of? And and once you determine that he's God of because he created things, how does he experience being God? Mm. You know? How does he recognize himself to be God? The only way is to be a man. That's right. Yeah, absolutely. You know, in order for God to understand that he's God and to understand the way that the 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 things that he creates can experience the things that he creates. Yeah. He has to be like the things that he creates to understand it. Amen. You know, everyone should own real estate. Now you can. But I'm not here to sell you a course. I'll tell you it's easy. The truth is you may not have the time or resources to start by yourself. But the good news is you don't have to. We have an entire team that does all the heavy lifting. We buy and find the properties. We find and manage the tenants. All you do is invest and collect passive income. You can start now, today. Go to oasis.build and see what we're doing with our portfolio and how you can start building generational wealth now. Like, you don't have an elephant making clothes for humans or tools for humans. You have humans making because humans know what a human needs. That's right. You know? Yeah. Like you have to be a higher functioning being to create things in this way. And the way he created proves how much of a higher functioning being he is. And those that he immediately touched, what they impacted the world with and how they impacted the world proves who he is. It, it does. You know? It does. Uh, I was in the, the conversations with God. They talk about how um, all of us are God having the human experience. Yes. You know? Facts. Like That's he, what it is. He's, he, the, the same way that he divided the atom in the beginning to create himself, to create the physical universe, the first inkling of something, which was the technically, or what according to them is the Big Bang Theory, that first little explosion. Yeah. That was the first, you know, splitting of the cells and, and then him now he can look at himself and I am. You know? <laughs> That's real. You know? How yeah. do you know I am if it's just and there's nothing else? I understand. Once you have something to look at and recognize, then it's I am. Yeah. Bouncing then, atoms. Yeah. And then those two multiply and multiply. Go. go forth and be fruitful, multiply, you know? Mm-hmm. Like and the more you multiply, the more each of your individual cells is having their own experience and helping you map out what it is that you create, your map out creation and understand it in its infinity, like in its infiniteness. Yeah. You know, like it, it, to me, it just made so much sense that way. They broke it down. Yeah. Yeah. It's beautiful. That's yeah. what it is. That's the literal that's creation. Yeah. It's the process of creation, the yeah. divine creation that started this all, this whole process of we're we're still a part of that. Yeah. And and the idea to me, like, like people think it's racist to say that God was a black man. Like, why does he have to have a color? It's like if you understand that all things came from somebody black, that's not racism. That's just an objective truth. It's truth. It just is what it's, it is. It's truth. It's like, and if you can accept that that is, then you can recognize that race doesn't exist and that uh, you're a part of that. You're a part of that. Right. As long as you want to fight that that's what it is, yeah. 
then you're you have to be racist. You have to. <laughs> yeah, for real. Because you you just don't want to admit that something that created you that you think you're better than. That's, it's literally like you don't want to admit that your older brother is older than you. That's it. That that is exactly. You know. That's exactly what it is. That's what he's older than you, bro. And and as much as you want to say your that your father oh, is your father. Yeah. You much as you want to argue that you know you you want to have you want to be in charge sometimes or whatever. It's like, okay, but he's still the older brother. <laughs> the age is not going to change. The facts don't change. The facts don't change. You know, like you might have the responsibility of the remote control for today, but that doesn't mean that you're the older now. Yeah. You just, you know. That's funny. Even in the Bible, quote unquote, the Christian Bible, the, 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 that book, mm -hmm. it says made in his image. Mm -hmm. So it's very, even in that book, it's like, what does that mean? Yeah. Made in his image, using the word his. What is his? Okay, it's a being. Okay, it's not a cloudless vapor. Yeah. His image, okay? His made in made after his likeness. Form after his likeness. Okay, what do you look like? You look like a man. He look like a man. He look like a man. Yeah. So what is, God is man. Yeah, very clear in the in the Christian Bible. But and you got to you got to read it. You got because if you not let somebody, very much. It's in the verse like first chapter, right? If you let somebody else do all the interpretation, they're gonna give you their thought. Yeah, and I've, I I just like how do you go from something so simple to something to oh well, God he remained in His image, but He's not really a form. He doesn't have form, and I'm like, well, no, clearly He does. If you have form, yeah. And and you're His child. Think he has form. You're children of the Most High. You're his child. Form. Who's who? When have you ever seen a parent that birthed something other than themselves? Yeah, exactly. You know, now just because he has form doesn't mean he's limited to one thing. No, he is. He's all things. Yeah, but he has form. Yeah, and he can have form. So what you? It was. It was from form that he decided to create us. Boom. Boom. It was like, yeah, he was there before that form. But from that form is the is where the title God comes from. Amen. Prior to him creating all of us, he was just a guy who, nah. had, who had power over the universe and could create whatever he wanted to. Once he had subjects and the universe that he built, now he's God. Yes. Now he's God. Now, the process by which he goes from God body, mm -hmm. God individual, or just being to universes. That's uh, you can call that the Vedas, that whole theology, Bhagavad Gita land, and all that over there. It talks about that, but one thing that those books, especially like Bhagavad Gita, Srimad Bhagavatam, these are like they harp on the fact that don't get it twisted, God is man, mm. but this is how he expands. Yeah, and then it goes, it, it brings it to more of you gotta, you gotta give me those books, you gotta text them to me. Oh, I will, I'll okay, show it. Bhag Bhagavad Gita, we didn't have that conversation. I'm not gonna remember that word, okay? Well, <laughs> I think I got a copy, I'll give you one, but yeah, that's when you go from God body to oh, expansion and this whole works upon works about oh, this is well. Then you start talking, to, I don't want see, this is I'm careful with bringing this level of knowledge to people that are just getting comfortable with our teachings because I don't want to, I ain't gonna give you on a side, you feel me. Can't feed steak to a baby. No. And also, I don't want you going over here too early and becoming a Hindu. <laughs> Nothing against Hindu. Like, but I'm just, no, 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 no. Nah, yeah, I, you got what I'm saying. You. I'm like, mm, chill, bro. Yeah. No nuts, one meal a day. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> it, it, Keep it, don't get, don't get sidetracked. We still got to save our people. Facts. And so if you're living, if you're living a, a nation of Islam life for the religious part of it only, yeah. you get twisted. That's right. You got to, you got to understand that there's many faceted 
Facts. It's a way of life. It's a way of life, bro. You know? And the teachings of the Honorable Elijah Muhammad are very specific yeah. in perspective. They don't go to certain elements for a reason because focus. Yeah. We we've got, got a mission. To, we've got a mission. We've got to focus. We've got to focus. Yeah. We can't be, our job is not to be go out screaming from the mountaintops and chanting and that's not what we do. No. Nothing, nothing against that. Uh-uh. Nothing against chanting Hare Krishna. I mean, I feel you. If it works for you. It works for you. Mm. I feel you. Meditation has its place. That's what I'm saying. But you know, our job is not to go out into the public, vo- public fear and be screaming and chanting. That's no. other, someone else's lane. We have a job. Yeah. Get the 30 million or more delivered to, to the Lamb of God yeah. to usher in the kingdom of heaven. Yeah. That's how, what it is. And how do we do that? By being the clean glass. That's right. And, and making sure that we stay clean. That's right. That clean glass will accumulate dust if you leave it settling. Absolutely. So you gotta you gotta stay sharpening it, you know, stay sharpening your tools and making sure that you, you're on point. Walking yes. in that line. Yes. Yes. Walking your post in a perfect manner. Keeping always on the alert. That's right. Yeah. So that's how we do it. So that being said, just to continue to, I don't know, I think I proved my point. It's like after all is said and done, if you've supposedly done your homework, um, it's um, you have to come to the conclusion that Elijah Muhammad was taught by a special being. Yeah. Right? Yeah, for sure. Without a doubt. Without a doubt. Without a doubt. And then from that, you got to go to, well, I'll speak from my personal experience. Growing up hearing the teachings in rap and Wu-Tang, I was like, man, that sounds true. Yeah. That sounds like, to me, it was, that sounds too good to be true. Yeah, when you hear it, it resonates. It resonates. Yeah. It's like, yeah, I mean, yeah, God, oh God, I mean, yeah, that makes sense. No, yeah. you know, he's, he's like that because he's the devil. Like, it's what he does. Can't help himself. That's what, he, that's what he is. Yeah. He's doing his job. That's what I felt growing up. I'm like, yeah, that makes perfect sense. But how do you know it to be true? That, that's what I was asking myself back in the day. Yeah. I didn't know. I didn't know. Yeah. I didn't know where this came from. This this supreme wisdom came from. I don't know the, the the ciphers and all that God, but all that five percent or talk. I don't know where that came from. Yeah, it was like there's truth there, but it's like it's out of place. Yeah, it's just like there's no. I didn't know the root. I was like, okay, well that sounds cool and it's good, but how do I? Where did y'all hear that from? And uh, to me, honestly, that was a beautiful thing that they did. They planted a seed. Absolutely. You know, and I think they planted a seed in in a lot of people. Everybody. Yeah. It touched everybody. You rap. That's rap. Rap is that. Yeah. It touched the whole world. It touched the whole world. And the white man knows it. So it had to get a grip of rap and turn it, turn it, turn the energy of rap into something that would that would power poison. his empire. Poison. Poison. For us. Yeah. Poison for us. Poison for God's empire. But you know. Because it started off with the righteousness and the truth. And then it went from like, oh, well, let's be righteous now. <laughs> let's beat women and do drugs and kill people and kill each other. Let's yeah. just do that. <laughs> And let's take the power of, of the source and then put it to Satan. Mm. And then now it's just powering Satan. But that's what he'll do with anything over exactly. time. Exactly. And he did. Mm. Everything. Everything and anything can be used for Satan's gain as well. Especially in his world. Especially in his world. But that time is changing. It is. And we're just bringing it bringing it back to source. Mm. Just, no, we're going to go back to Allah. Mm. Allah. But uh, like I said, growing up, hearing that, I was always asking, like, how do you know that? And then... Once I read Mess of the Black Man, I, I realized, oh, God, Elijah Muhammad did meet with God. Oh, oh, damn. So it didn't, I, I didn't have to, it didn't take much for it to really click and be like, oh, my God, Elijah Muhammad, he 
Man, no, all, it ta- all it takes is that book. That, it, that message to the black man book was the. That's it. You know. That's it. Yeah. That's it. I would implore everyone to read that book. Like, oh, you realize. And oh. then once you read message to the black man and you find out who God is, it's like now what? It's like oh, <laughs> yeah. you, our savior has arrived. It's marching orders, and yeah, then, yeah. then you got fall of America. What's, home, what's what going to happen right what, now? What is happening right yeah. now? And you got how to eat to live, which is how you survive. What's happening right now? That's you know? right. That's right. Yeah. You fast. You don't have to worry about famine because you you have a, a specific specific eating regimen. It's yeah. going to save you. So so I got this from radioactive fallout. I got this homeboy that listens to the podcast. He's a yeah. Uh, he's a, a Canadian uh, white boy. He's cool though. He listens to this podcast. He listens. Yeah. He's giving. So me... you told him about the podcast on the train. Yeah. That's what's up, bro. No, no, on the train. This is this oh. is one of the guys I play with on uh, on Fortnite. Oh, dude, that's what's up. Yeah. And so he he listens to the podcast. What do you say? He's a, he had a lot of feedback. What's his name? Chris. Shout out to Chris. Shout out to Chris. Shout out to white boy Canadian Chris. Yeah. yeah. Thanks so, for listening, brother. Yeah. So we were, <laughs> we were talking about the, uh, I was telling him about my fasting. He was telling me like, that's insane. He's like, why would you fast? It was like, he was like, he was like, just, you know, save up your food and all of that stuff. And I was telling him like, all right, so what you going to do if you got to run out your house and you don't got your food with you? No. Some Something happens and you got to be gone. Yeah. And I'm like, now I know that I can survive for about 10 days without solid food. It's like that's something that I've trained myself to do now mm-hmm. twice. You know, I did it last year. I did it again this year. Yeah. I was like, fasting is essential because we don't know what's coming. That's and true. if we don't know what we're capable of, we don't know how we get, we can survive in these situations. Talk to him. We got to be tested. Yes, we got to try it and yes, test it. Yes, sir. Yeah. Good answer. That's all. He has. Anything else he has to say about the podcast? Uh, he thought that I was going to fight Temu. <laughs> <laughs> he was like... He was, yeah, he, he, me too. He saw a conversation that Tamu was having with Jessica, and he was like, "Oh, does that guy know that there's a gorilla sitting next to him?" That, he, was like, he was like, "This guy was like, no, nah, you're the gorilla." Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, "That's, that's, a, that's accurate." Me and Tamu was dumb cool. Like, like I, I don't have no kind of issues. <laughs> that. Yes, that's funny that he per- he can perceive that volatile, hostile energy between you two. But me and Tamu, we joust. That's it's, just like we having a good time. Yes, it's jousting, and it's like it's brothership. It's brothership. Yeah. That's what brothers do. No, it is. And me and Jessica are just like, oh, there they go again. Yeah. <laughs> You're stuck God, in the God. middle. <laughs> Ridiculous. It's so annoying. Y'all just want to be out, outright each other. Out God body each other. That's the problem, though. It's like he's right and I'm right. It's perspective. It's You're not, both loud. We're, we're not looking at each other's perspective. We're only going with our perception. Facts. That's what I was saying earlier. Facts. Perspective is better than perception. Like, what does that mean? What does that mean, though? So for me, it's like, I came to the realization that everybody who's ever wronged me, the reason why I don't harp on people who've done me wrong is because I've always been able to look at their situation. And mm-hmm. it's like, like, yeah, you owe me money, but why do you owe me money? What puts you in a position to owe me money? It's like, and once I've come to the understanding and it made sense, it was like, in that position, I can understand it. I know now how to function with you. I can't put you in a position to 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 take advantage of me of that in that way anymore but i don't have to harp on or have any ill will towards you anymore like like my me having a perception outside of my own reality which mm-hmm. is perspective yeah is me being able to like go forth and love everybody basically mm-hmm. like I'm, I'm i don't have to have ill will towards anybody i don't need vengeance on anybody i want to get to a place where those types of things are beneath me, you know. Yeah, and I think yeah. That that's yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I that's think when you heaven. 
Yeah, when you can. It's heaven. That's how you find peace. It's heaven. It's like, as long as you gotta, like, you you have to be aggressive in every situation. Yeah, right? yeah. Then you're not looking for peace. No, 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 no. That's not a peaceful world. No, no, no. I want peace in my life. That's how right. do I find that at that's all right. times? That's right. It's being able to, to be like Jesus where you're amongst the thieves. Yeah. You think that he didn't get stolen from? He's a you're amongst the killers and the you know all of the degenerates like yeah. that's peace. That's right. And once you got it in here, can't nothing out here take it away. That's right, bro. You know. And if you if you're driven by negative feelings and wanting to destroy things, that's that's not peace. No, it's not peace. Even with me, it's like I'm realizing that you know, like I was fighting. You know, taking that MMA fight was me dealing with internal stuff externalizing internal stuff yeah but now i realize you know the fight's not out there the fight's all in here oh it is the fight's in here is it, the fight is either won or lost here before yeah. it's ever yeah, even totally, hits bro. the mat so now i'm like okay now i'm going to no let's focus on this fight yeah adam yeah adam make yourself an internal beast exactly you'll never be defeated exactly so take take that energy you exerted out there in that show and doesn't apply it internally yeah and get to what get to work. what work 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 it's work it's not easy no especially internal work not yeah. easy. Dealing with self, temptations, all that, it's not easy. That's the hardest work. It's a very, very much the hardest work. It's easier to, to criticize the, the people that are doing other things around you versus criticizing yourself. That's right. You know? That's right. Yeah, and I've been dealing with, like, um, just specifically, because the internal stuff, because stuff happens in my universe, and I'm like, all right, Allah, is this a temptation? Is this a gift? What do I do with this? This you testing me, or or it could be you give being you being given a teaching moment for them. Ooh, <laughs> that's flipped. Yeah. It ain't about me. Uh-uh. You're supposed to be the leader in this situation. Yeah, and if you're not leading, then you know that's real. Man, you were. Thank you, Allah. That was Allah. <laughs> no, for real. Because I, I didn't have to tell you what's going on. No. At all, I don't, I don't, I'm not, I don't, I don't I'm not going to. You don't need to. But that—that's—that's that's the perspective I needed to actually start viewing it from my perspective. Yeah, not my. More than my perspective going on here. Yeah, there's people that are watching me. And that's the beautiful thing about perspective. Like you got one, they got one. That's right. There's all these different all perspectives, it, and when you start analyzing the perspectives, you can come to a conclusion that's somewhere in the middle and have a better understanding that's of right. the full picture. That's right. And the beautiful thing about Allah that. Allah is all things yeah. that you will be presented as Allah to somebody and vice versa. Yeah. So there'd be instances where I'm worrying about what's going on in the situation. It's like, no, you're, you're being God right now to this person. You're teaching them a lesson just by being you at this specific point in time. I had this, this fleeting thought I was enumerating on when I was on the train and it was like Allah or God is the energy. And then he puts that energy into action and that's the angels. You know, Ooh, ah, he's like, he's like, when that energy is doing stuff, that's that's God's hand, angel. and it's the angels. Yeah, he, he got bodies, bro. Yeah, he got bodies. Yeah, he got bodies. And he works through what? He works through man. Through man. He turns men into angels to do a task, and you that's never know if it's gonna be, right. you know, anybody. That's right, anybody. And then you got Allah's hands. You got Satan's hands. Satan's anyone who hasn't submitted. Satan's anyone who hasn't submitted to that. Yeah. Just like so therefore that's that's the chessboard. Yeah. And that's what's happening right now. So yeah. and this isn't um anyone who's by Re- default in this world, if you're not with Allah, it's just like you're you're going you're a pawn of Satan. And that's not even that's not disrespect. That's and, just and, like what it is. And and Satan isn't necessarily an entity per se. 
Satan is more of just anti-God. Go on. Any 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 deviation from the law of God, that's Satan. Yeah. Any of our shortcomings is Satan. Yes, sir. You know, we want to give Satan a physical, but that's our baby understanding of him. That's like the smallest understanding. We want to give some person or some entity or some energy, like he's he's somehow supposed to do battle with God. He's supposed to be God's antithesis. No, he is just weakness. Like he is just the weaknesses within. That's right. And and as soon as we conquer that, he doesn't even truly exist. That's right. He has no power except the power of persuasion. Like that's right. There was like some parable in the Quran where where Satan was talking to somebody and they were like, But you told me to do this. He was like, No, no I didn't. I didn't tell you to do that. He's like, he's like, I just, you know, was like suggested something. You went along with it. Like that was your fault. Like, nah, I'm listening to God. Like, <laughs> <laughs> it's not because it's because he's better. He, yeah. he's the he's the all knower. Well, if Satan wants to survive, he has to listen to God. That's right. You can't survive. God says breathe. That's God's law, mm-hmm. the law of nature. God says, you know, eat so that your body can be sustained. God Max. says, drink water so that you can. Max. That's God. That's God. So everybody who does those things has to submit to God. Everybody. If you're living, you're submitting to God. That's right. Right? The bugs, the ball, the animals, the plants, they submit to the will of God. They're perfectly in submission. But it, it, we as humans have the ability to tap into something else, which is the opposite of submission, which is transgression. And that, to the degree that we tap into that, that's the degree that Satan exists. Exactly. That's the limit of his existence, too. That is. That is. We try to give him way too much power so that we can justify, oh, somebody else is is doing something to me. No, we're doing something. Yes, we are. That we're not supposed to be doing. That's right. We're 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 allowing our permissive will or our active will to demonstrate our weakness. That's right. Yeah. That's right. And we just so happen to demonstrate and manifest and experiment this weakness in human form. Right? Yeah. And we've we were talking before this podcast about you know, God is a master experimenter. Yeah. And it's not he's a scientist. It's not he's a scientist. Yeah. And it's not personal. I feel like that's what these Marvel movies are trying to tell us. It's like they, he, they are. It's like it's like you're watching these black gods they're putting in these movies now and they're just like they do whatever. They're they're being called evil, but what realistically what they're doing is they're experimenting, they're experimenting. without al- allowing their emotions to cloud their judgment. Fact. And when you take your emotions out and you're judged by people who don't understand, that's what it looks like. Exactly. You know? Exactly. But from God's perspective, it's just an ex- it's just an experiment. It's just an experiment. In a point in time, I'm not going to take it personally. And because of the experiment, I, I learned something new about myself. Yeah. Ooh, that was was lurking inside of me. For, from God's perspective, we're, we are all energy breathed into physical form. Facts. So from his perspective, our Deaths are not truly deaths. No. That's just from our perspective. No. From his perspective. It's a change of energy. From his perspective, the energy never dies. No. And the 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 falling away of the physical coil is just a blink of an eye because, you know, it came here to do something. It did. It did like it, it walked in the house to pick up a hammer, hit a nail, and then walk out. Fact. That was the blink of its eye. That's it. You know. That's it. And that thing that you do get from conversation with God about you, it loosens the stigma of death. Because yeah. God is just like death is life. Yeah. It's a part of the show. It's a part of the process. Yeah. It's not 
bad or good. It just is. And and it's you. Life is only you deciding to have a physical experience to come into an understanding of something. Exactly. And you live your life to understand something better. That's right. And then you go back into being energy and you come back when you want to. Like, it, it's that's, all that, a, it, that's what it is. It's all a matter of if you want to live, go live. Go. If you want to die, die. Like it's not it's not personal. You got to the part where you choose when you die. Yeah. At the highest level, you know you choose. You choose when to leave. Yeah. It's all you. It's all a choice. It's all a choice. That's why it, when, when, whenever choice. you see somebody on their deathbed in movies, they're always saying, no, come back to me. They're yelling at essentially a corpse that supposedly can't hear them. Yeah. They're saying, don't make the choice to die. Choose to come back to me because I still need you for this, that, and I, the other. I need you. Yeah. I need you. Yeah. But you made that choice to die because you needed, it was time for you to go. Yeah, if you're tired of being here. Uh, are, you, just, are you accomplished what you came here to do? Yeah. Or your death served a purpose. Your death in and of itself served a purpose that you wanted. Yeah. It's like that. Yeah, it's, it's, it's a heavy realization. And I think it can be misinterpreted if you're not in the right place. Absolutely. You, know? you can. These books are very, they're heavy hitters. Mm-hmm. They come across, it's like, call oh, it's cute conversation. God, I'm talking with God. And it's all white and it's cursive and it's cute. But it hits you with bars like this. You're like, damn, death, death, death ain't all that serious? Yeah. Shit. Yeah. And then if you come in there with a heavy religious bent, like you're going to get butthurt. Like I, like I, to, to, give you a, butthurt. to give you an understanding of what I mean, like maybe three, four years Time ago. Out, I'm going to give a, this is Conversation with God series by Neil Donald Walsh. Talks specifically about book three, but there's a books one, two, and three, and there's other books as well in the series. Very good series. I've read every one of them. Fire. Mm. Continue. I'm still like halfway through. I'm on three right now. Oh, you, well, you haven't finished three? Nah. Oh, bro. Oh, good. Keep going. I have to keep pausing three to, to reorganize my thoughts because three understand. is heavy as it's hell. It's heavy, bro. Yeah. And I don't agree with everything in three. I understand. I, so, like, whenever I'm telling people about how good this book is, I'm also giving them disclaimer. Like, <laughs> it's like that. It's like, listen, you got to, this one, uh, this, is, this, is, this is this is right-wing Christian stuff. This is heavy. Like, this is like. I try to think what's right, but he's not even a. He doesn't. He's more of a. If you had to put him in a camp, he's not a Christian. Not at all. No. He's like new age. New age. I don't even, I'm not gonna put a box on him, bro. I'm not gonna label him. Like a Christian. He's a man that a Christian would find him to be blasphemy. Oh, absolutely. So a Muslim would do the same. Yeah. A quote unquote Muslim would do the same. Anyone yeah. who's about the religion part of God is gonna get butthurt. You got to That's you, the whole point of these books, though. But you got to pull the bars out. As. This is just. This is just him talking to God. That's it. This is not him talking through the lens of his personal perspective. This is him having a conversation with a a, a, a being of infinity. <laughs> you know? Facts. You know? like Facts. An unbiased Facts. being of infinity. Un- the thing is, what you really get, you get the unbiasedness and you get the... It's really powerful because the whole God, his tone is very... It sounds like God. Yeah. It's objective. Yeah. He's like, that's you, bro. And I like how he bounces back from being from being a male voice to a female voice to a male voice. Because to me, it's like it's crazy, bro. Well, it's like the what what he says in the female voice brings a perspective that needed to come through Absolutely. in a female perspective. Yeah, it's like, and it it makes you understand the reason why God made it so that in order for us to create life, you need both male and female. Facts. You know, you need that balance to to be in perfect alignment and to agree. And to 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 you know participate. I mean, mm-hmm. in order to bring forth another life. Amen. Like other than that, that duality. Other than that, then you know it's unbalanced. It does. It's unbalanced. Yeah. Yeah. 
no matter how you feel about it, it's unbalanced. Yeah. Yeah. So you need man, you need male and female to make life. Yeah. Period. Like even even these ideas that women are getting artificially inseminated and they're in in, in lesbian couples, you still needed a man. Yeah. That sperm came that from code. a man. Needed that code. Yeah. Yeah. You'll never get around that. Never, 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 never. Even even the Amazons, they kept concubines. <laughs> the Amazon too? The Amazon warriors, the women, women warriors who there was supposedly Amazon warriors in, in America. That that were women? Women that women had tribes? their own women tribes and they, they had male concubines. <laughs> Damn, to reproduce? Yeah. So I didn't know that. Yeah. Never heard of that. Yeah. Cool. But they still needed men. They still needed men. I understand. I saw that's the way he created the design. And it's not a design flaw. It's perfect. It's perfect. It's perfect. So you could tinker with it. You could you could deviate from it. But at the end of the day, why mess with perfection? That's my perspective. No, yeah, mine too. Right. That's just my perspective. But the thing is, as you read these books, it's like you can do whatever you want. Yeah. And he just he's very the tone of God in these books is he's not judgmental. It's like do as you please. Yeah. Do as you please. I'm not going to judge you. I'm not I am not one to you are Exper- me experimenting myself, do as you please, and deal with what comes with that. Yeah. And the beautiful thing about the Nation of Islam is they're not so... Uh, we? Yeah. We are not so unbiased in how we tell you to live your life. We actually give you a blueprint of how to, how to live your life to find peace. Facts. Versus he's saying, you can do whatever you want. And then you don't understand without yeah. without the proper understanding of whatever you do is gonna have consequences. Facts. You know? <laughs> yeah. So yeah. so yeah, you can do whatever you want, but whatever you do is gonna have consequences. Yeah. And, it, and it's clear in the books too. It's like, yeah, you could do what you want, but there's no action without consequences. Yeah. Like it's math he's, he's very mathematical with it. Whereas we're just like, this is the law. Yeah. This is the law. If you run afoul of the law, there's consequences for doing that. Yeah. If you run afoul of the law, you're not gonna be within the society. No. We have and it's restrictive. Not we have restrictive laws. It's not personal. And if you stay within the lines of these restrictive laws, you won't find yourself faulting. Exactly. You know, if you deviate from the restrictive laws, then yeah, there's going to be consequences. There's there always be. is. There's always consequences. And the whole function of the nation of Islam is to usher in the kingdom of heaven on earth. So your consequences of running afoul of the foundational fabric of this nation is going to be hellfire. Yeah. Hellfire. Hellfire. There we go. Ooh, it's close. Your phone was about to die? No, the computer was about to die. Oh. So if this computer dies, this whole episode goes away. Oh. That would have sucked. Yeah. <laughs> so I was going to hold the charger. Hold up. Woo. Really close, too. There we go. Don't touch, don't touch. Alright, here we go. Just gonna hold it. I'll hold the power in my hand. Okay. But yeah, the last episode with the bro with the bros, we were talking about, you know, the nature of peace and just, you know, having uh God is in the, the void too and the silence too. So not feeling the need to always just jump right in and be like, Oh I don't have to say nothing. Yeah. It's peace. It's like, I think they said it in the book. It was like uh, he's the everything and the nothing. Yeah, he's you know he's he's in all of the made and known universe, 
and all of the infinite expanse on the outside of that. All of it is God. That's right. You know, and when he created himself and there was nothing and he doubled himself, that was the beginning. And it's not over Mm-mm. and he's constantly expanding. Constantly. You know. Yeah. And, and once you come to the understanding of God from that perspective, it just gives you an understanding of what they mean when they say, like, yeah, you could do whatever you want to do. Like, you know, God is not out here judging the same way man is judging. No, sir. Not no. No, sir. No. Not at all. Well, there are rules and laws that man created so that there can be a society. Those those rules and laws are are changeable and interchangeable depending on where you are and what society but those are not necessarily god's law yes sir you know god's law is going to it's going to be the basics of of you know you gotta breathe you know you gotta eat you gotta drink that's god's law it's simple yeah simple like the nation of islam it's very simple one meal a day yeah white navy beans yeah good tastes good easy I think Cheap. he said. I think he said you can eat like cabbage and cauliflower in unlimited oh, yeah. amounts. Oh yeah, it sounds delicious right now. Yeah. Actually, and I like cabbage and cauliflower. I like. I like. I like simple. I like simple. Yeah. And like even just this reminder, because this is like this is like our church, you know, because reminding us like, oh yeah, there's a reason we do this thing because it works and it's the quickest way to heaven, most efficient, expedient route to heaven. Yeah. Yeah. And then, wife, it's nice. Wives are there to help facilitate the process of heaven. You know, yeah. To work on building a better heaven for yourself. Once you once you've built the foundation of what it is you plan on doing in this world, once you understand that, and you have a wife to help you finish that off, like help you make it beautiful, you know, turn these these bones into a home. Mm-hmm. You know, I think that's the that's the best way to to map that part of your life out. I think that women can help you, you know reach the mountaintop, you know? Yeah, as, absolutely. As far as, as far as what that role it looks like in your life. That's right. Versus out here dating women to try to help you find who you're supposed to be. Yeah, no, 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 no. Yeah, bro. Yeah, no, nah, that's just... Yeah. No. Uh, and we see that too much. I see it often, like, like men who are lost but looking for a woman to satisfy that need. Ooh, yeah. Yeah, it becomes problematic. It is. A, it's very problematic. Because a woman doesn't want a lost man. A woman wants a man with a purpose. Yeah. A woman wants a man. Facts. You know? Facts. And no, for real. You know, and you out here searching, you're still, you know, that's a a child state. It it is. Once you you know, Mm -hmm. you know, that's that's, that's manhood. Facts. And you, you have vision and purpose and you move in that direction. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's. It's heavy though. That's really heavy. Trying to figure out ways to understand that better, so that I can communicate better, because I think that's a a part of the the rope program and what I want to implement in, you know, teaching the younger children, the next generation coming up before they reach that age of trying to find something. Yeah. Understand why you need something. And then when you understand why you need something, you can better understand when you need it versus thinking you need it now because you're just playing around. Yeah. Playing around searching. Yeah. Like you said, they are symptoms of childhood, and that's okay. Yeah. But ultimately, that's not what a woman wants. 
No. That's that's also okay. And that's her job. And if she's accepting that, she's not a woman yet either. She's just a girl, honestly. That's right. Yes, sir. I'm down to close out on that. There was one more thing I had to say. Okay. Uh, but I have to... It left when I had to deal with this power issue. <laughs> but it... Um, what was the subject? Probably God. Okay. But we already proved that God is a... Already, we already proved that God came in the person mass for Obama. Yeah. <laughs> proved it without a shadow of a doubt. <laughs> but seriously. No. We did. Yeah. I mean, very clear. Like, I'm, I'm laughing at it, but it's the truth. No, yeah. It's the truth. Objectively. It is the truth. It is the truth that can be proven. Yeah. It is the truth. But you have to do the work. You have that's to right. read the books. You have to do the work. If you don't read the books, then we ain't got nothing to talk about. And that's fine. Yeah. yeah. Live in this world. Yeah. And I think a lot of it, once you start hitting, the thing is, it's scary to people to actually come to this truth because one, once you realize this, that this is the truth, what are you going to do? Yeah. It's easier to just call off as crazy and not confront the reality because if it's true, then you should probably listen to what Elijah Muhammad is saying. Yeah. Because God told him. Who knows better than that? And then he said, go where this man goes, stay from where he said stay from. Absolutely. You know? Yeah. And that part about stay from, that's the part that's hitting tonight. Stay from. Yeah. Yeah. He just started talking about the credit. Now I yeah. Gotta figure that out. Yeah, man. And I think that's what I, I did want to mention something about the minister. I was like, oh, yeah. But he, uh, he did. It is his 90th birthday as of yesterday, and he gave his talk. So if you want to see his talk, go to noi.org slash webcast. Yeah. He gave his 90th birth anniversary talk today, and it was a beautiful thing. Yeah, it was. And, and the energy of that spurred this conversation. Yeah, it was. And I think, uh, I, think I wanted to give a shout out to the minister, obviously. But, um, Actually, give a call to action to people. Go check out that podcast or check out <laughs> check out his talk and and this podcast, which is a derivative of that because mm-hmm. we are servants and follower of the Honorable Elijah Muhammad, yeah, Master Muhammad, aka God in person, mm-hmm. and who birthed Elijah, Elijah Muhammad, and then the Honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan, who that is part. the Jesus in our midst, yeah. and that's the truth. Jesus returned. He is here, and we and we are a part. We are all up up under that. Mm-hmm. And with that comes the smoke, the cross, and the consequence. But guess who wins? The righteous. That's right. God, God is the ultimate and winner at the end of the day. That is why this podcast is called what? Uh, Ascension, which hey, is God, bro. Yeah. That's right. We are sending it to. We're living the the path of Jesus. Yeah. Following the one who did the work. Upward, bound. who's here. In the flesh, right now, Minister Luce Farcon, who is uh, is ascending, but has completed, from my vantage point, completed. He said he got one more thing to do. Okay. Yeah. He said it tonight. Yeah. Well, that's what uh, uh, Ishmael said. Minister Ishmael said that on the on the last speech he did. It's called like Hope, Faith. And- oh, you watched that one? Yeah. Yeah, I missed that. I gotta watch that. Yeah, it was good. Yeah, I, I was during the pandemic. I was big on watching Ishmael, but yeah. now I, f- I fell off watching his Sunday speeches. But yeah, no, they're good. Yeah. Okay. Good to know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Minister Farcon actually mentioned tonight that he listened to him on Sunday. And he, oh, okay. he told him that it was good. Oh, okay. All right, I got to listen to it. Yeah. I like I like the graphics of it. I just didn't listen to it. So, right. yeah. It's uh we know what we're doing. Yeah. And it's like another thing I'll close on this is like whenever you're whenever you're stressed and this is people in in our ranks is like whenever you're stressed in life, look how far you strayed from the nation. Mm-hmm. Are you going to class? You checking in? You doing anything, or are you out in the world doing devil stuff, or just being a, being up in Rome? What do we call it devil stuff? Just being a, being on the top of that fence is stressful. 
Yes, it is. You got your you got your nethers exposed. And yeah, they're yeah. on that fence, and that shit is painful. It's painful. You got to get off the top of that fence. You got to get off. Just you got to decide which side of the fence you're gonna be you on. You know, you know, you, there's a nature. You come to be here. Come home. You know, and I know when I'm 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 at my most happiest when I'm heavily involved in the nation. Yeah, heavily going to class, tapped in, tapped in. And respectfully, yeah, we understand that the grass looks greener on the other side. Yeah, everybody that's gone over there will tell you it ain't. No sir. Yeah. No sir. So, you know, get your shit together. Get your shit together. (laughs) Starting with us. Gain some perspective. That's right. What was your line? Perspective over... Perception. Perception. Interesting. I'm going to sit with that. But that being said, in the name of Allah, the beneficent, the most merciful. All praise is due to Allah, the Lord of the worlds, the beneficent, the most merciful, and master of the day of judgment. Thee alone do we serve. Thee alone do we beseech for divine aid. God is on the right path, the path upon whom thou hast bestowed favors, not upon whom thy wrath has been brought down, nor upon those who go astray. Amin. Amin. Minute go. Episode 91. Yes, sir. Thank you for listening to the Ascension, the Lift of God podcast. If you like this episode or are just a fan or longtime listener of this show, please like, subscribe, and leave comments for the show on Apple Podcasts or any other major podcast platform. This will give this podcast the clout it deserves and will ensure that the raw, unadulterated content will keep flowing. Peace.